0: This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez.
1: Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez-Guez. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. Hi, I'm Nayeli Suarez-Guez.
0: And I am Mario Rodriguez. Welcome back to another episode of Corporate Cafecito.
1: We are super lucky today to have La Señorita Diana Hernandez with us. And I met her, um, believe it or not, I met her through Facebook.
2: And that's how we connected. Mm -hmm.
1: And it was one of those like chance meetings and uh, we have become friends. And the more I meet her, the more inspired I am by her. So I wanted to take her story and share it with everybody here. So Diana, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Nayeli. Thank you, Mario, for having me. Super excited to be (laughs) here. Why don't we start, tell you, tell us your story a little bit so everyone else can
2: hear it. And I'm going to try not to jump in and be like, tell them about the part where. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. No, thank you, guys. Um, so Deanna Hernandez, uh, I am a daughter of Mexican immigrants. Uh, I've married my high school sweetheart, a mom of girls. Strong, independent girls, sometimes too independent, but that's a whole other (laughs) topic. Um, Most of my career has been dedicated to digital and loyalty marketing. So think of how do we use our data to make better marketing decisions? Uh, And then currently today, I lead those efforts at McDonald's. So yay.
1: Like one of my favorite places to eat.
2: You know, everyone has a McDonald's story. And so it's always interesting to talk to folks of like, you have this one thing where mine was... You know, when my parents or my grandparents would come in from out of town, from Mexico, like, they always craved some McDonald's. And so I knew when they landed, like, we were going to have McDonald's for dinner. But I talked to my husband, and he's like, every time I went to the doctor's office, um, afterwards, my treat was a McDonald's Happy Meal. And it's so funny to hear everyone's, like, personal stories, because it's a brand, an iconic brand, that has so many emotional connections with different folks, right? When I was pregnant with Alejandro... It was, I would go through the drive
1: through to get just a hamburger. I'm like, I just want a hamburger. I just want that like saltiness and like the, and so, um, and my aunt, when I was little, she used to give me, my Aunt Nina, she used to give me 50 cents to buy a hash brown on the walk to school when it was really cold outside.
2: Oh my gosh, so sweet, so sweet. What about you, Mario? Do you well, have Well, yeah, it's
0: a funny story. My brother, my brother, <laughs> my brother Alejandro, he would uh, not eat at home. So my dad would say, okay. hey, come algo en la casa. No, 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 not hungry. The minute that we drove by and he uh, McDonald's, he, he'd tell my dad, papi, papi, you smell that? You smell that? <laughs> the smell of fries, mm-hmm. right? So then my dad would go get him some fries. That, that was one. And the other one was, uh, my brother, we were young, very young. He didn't like to eat Mexican food outside the house. like, we're always eating Mexican food. Okay. Why are we going to go to a Mexican restaurant and eat Mexican food? So he'd mm-hmm. show up to the Mexican restaurant with his McDonald's, and I'd eat Mexican food. So those <laughs> those are our stories growing up with that McDonald's.
1: Like Alex. Yeah, it sounds like him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been at McDonald's? I've been at McDonald's just over two years. Um, so I was one of those pandemic hires where the first... Six, seven months, I didn't meet my coworkers. And it was such an interesting time trying to acclimate to a new, really large organization when you're virtual. Like, you don't read the cues of being in the office and understanding the politics and who knows who and, you know, what's the conversations. So, um, give everyone some grace, those who have joined during the pandemic, because that was an interesting time, um, but enjoying it thus far. And what have you done before? Yeah, well, and maybe we'll touch on how we met, Ayeli, okay. um, although we met on Facebook. Um, but great connection here. So prior to that, again, most of my background's in digital marketing. Um, so I've done that at a variety of companies across the Chicagoland area. Uh, right before that, I was at Ace Hardware. Um, I led digital marketing efforts and launching an app. And during that point in my career, I was approached to to hire a, a professional coach um, to just soften some of my skills on on working with others. Um, and mm-hmm. so posted on this Oak Park mom's group chat, hey, looking for a career coach, was really, like, uh, let's talk. Uh, yeah, and, like and right the, here. <laughs> and the rest is history there. But otherwise, you know, I was at Walgreens for a couple of years, launched their loyalty program. Uh, I'm really just fascinated about, you know, in this day and age, we're collecting so much customer data. Uh, and how do companies use this? Without being creepy, but being proactive to really serve what customers are looking for. So a really good blend of my skills of like math and data, but also being creative and being you know proactive thinking ahead, et cetera.
1: I think it was great working with you. I still like Thank I'm you. a huge cheerleader of yours. Uh, I want you to talk about what you felt when they said you have to you have to soften your skills because a lot of times when we get feedback, our first defense is defensive,
2: yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question, Ayeli. Um, So in that particular instance, um, kudos or shout out to all those who work with tech teams uh, (laughs) and you're in marketing, you're almost speaking two different languages all of the time. And so the feedback I got was, you know, in collaborating with others. um, And this might be tied to our culture as well. You know, I was very direct to the point, like, I need X, Y, Z done by tomorrow. Right. And that probably isn't the best way to persuade others to get people on board, to build influence. Um, And so Nayeli here was very insightful on like, how do you build collaboration? How do you build that relationship with others to to drive change, to drive action? Um, Initially, yes, I definitely was very put back. Um, But it's interesting to note that like that's also who I am as a person and somewhere that I need to get better. I get the same feedback from my teenage daughter, from my husband, <laughs> right? And so you're like, okay, this affects various aspects of my life. And there are ways to, to be a little softer to drive that change for sure.
1: So tell me about your education because I, um, I know what you've done and what you've <laughs> gone through. And I think that
2: that's so inspiring. Yes. So I'd love for you to share that of course, of course. From an education standpoint, um, so again, grew up in the Chicagoland area. Uh, was uh, started going to U of I down in Champaign, our flagship, you know, public school. Um, and then my freshman year um, with my high school sweetheart, who's not my husband, um, <laughs> we, you know, had way too much fun in college apparently, uh, and got pregnant. Um, and so uh, after you know that summer, I took a semester off, had my little one. It was like, I want to continue my education. And again, this is such a great institution. I enjoyed campus. Uh, and so packed us up back up and, and went back to U of I and had a, was raising a baby or toddler for the last three years of, of my college experience. It's so funny, right? Like walking through restaurants (laughs) or the dormer campus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and being that kind of dual role of a mom, but also a student and also working and balancing all of those things in an environment that is very, you know, young adult focused and everyone else is partying and having a great time, which I would have, um, but then was, you know, you know, raising a toddler. So an interesting experience, uh, but one that I think built a lot of determination, grit, perseverance for me. Um, and then post uh, my undergrad came back, um, worked a couple of years and apparently this is a theme with me. Um, wanted to go back to school, get my MBA, um, Kellogg at Northwestern is a premier marketing school. That's my background and was like, all right, I'm going to go, go for Kellogg, um, Got married around that time, but my last year also got pregnant. And so apparently just (laughs) like to be in school and have kids and and enjoy the chaos there, you know, apparently. Um, But again, a very unique experience, one that I think, you know, has built my character, which I appreciate.
1: I think it's really hard as, I mean, like doing any one of those things by themselves can feel overwhelming mm-hmm. but to do them all together and i say this because i know that you know you sometimes talk about like i need to be softer but i think if you would have been softer you couldn't have done what you did you know so what? there you go there you go i appreciate that
2: <laughs> so i
1: i i believe that that's just part of your essence that you are such a go getter um and you know it's it's very interesting because i don't think you have freno de mano Like Mm -hmm. you just go, 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 go. So how do you, how do you take care of yourself? How do you make yourself pause? What do you do?
2: Yeah, no, uh, it's funny. um, Lately, my husband's been noticing of like, you know, work has been a little bit slower, which is nice. And so in the evenings, you know, like I can't just like sit there and watch TV. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wash dishes or like, let me do this, et cetera. He's like, can you just like relax? And I'm like, (laughs) it's time to relax. Uh, But this is also inherent (laughs) in our culture, right? Like we're, think of like the the Mexican dads who get Mm -hmm. up at 6am and you're like, just chill out. And they don't know how to chill out. Um, But I do do a lot to take care of myself. And it is something that I'm proud of, especially thinking of the context of like Mexican women, right? We take care of everyone else and we're Mm -hmm. the moms and the wives and we make sure everyone's fed and has what they need. Um, But for me, I also take care of myself in ways that, like, I prioritize working out every day. And it's my hour to myself. um, And I really enjoy that time. And my husband knows if I don't get my morning workout, it's like my morning coffee. Like, don't talk to me because I might be a little (laughs) off. I can relate. Um, There are things that, like, I prioritize, you know, my friends and, like, a girl's trip every year, every two years. So I do find ways that, like, bring me happiness or things that bring me happiness, joy, that give me that balance. Although, again, it is always in movement of things. Like, I'm not want to sit down, but, you know, enjoy the balance of me time and things that make me happy and then serving others as well.
1: Perfect. I love that. Now that we know your education and where you're working at, what was your favorite career move?
2: My favorite career move? Um. So shameless plug for you, Nayeli, maybe. But I do think my you know favorite move was hiring a coach. You know, I think in various facets of one car- one's career, like, you're going to feel lost or you're going to feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what is this? Like, is this what I want to be doing? Is this the place I want to be at? And I think I was in that space of like, like, what should I do next? I don't know. I'm stuck. What's happening? Um, and so hiring you or hiring a coach is really beneficial just to give you that clarity. We did a lot of exercising um, exercises on finding your purpose, of understanding who you are, your values, uh, and one thing that you really helped me with is building confidence, right? And something that, you know, women struggle with, Latina women struggle with, um, that I think was helpful. Even though I, th- I this one example, like, it resonates in my head where I was pres- I was getting ready for a presentation for the CEO on our app, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hi, I don't know, Nayeli. I was sharing my slides with you, yeah. and I was, like, really nervous about it. And you're like, no, Diana, yeah, no, present right now. And I'm like, What? And you're like, let's see, like present right now. You know everything. Do it right now on the fly. I want to see your presentation. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, okay. (laughs) And so went through it. I think you had really good like small pointers, but overall you were like, that was great. That was amazing. Your tone was great. Your content was strong. Like you got it. You're okay. And I just needed that reassurance from someone that I trusted. Again, hiring a coach is always beneficial early in your career as you're figuring it out. Mid-career, if you get stuck, later on when you need to finesse a lot of those softer skills or people skills, like it always helps to have that one person in your corner that can give you objective feedback. So think of like a therapist for your career, like yeah, always beneficial there, right?
1: <laughs> and I think a lot of times it's really hard in our community to want to see a therapist yeah. or to, you know, not take things, you know, like we uh, we tend to get feedback and we accept it and we're like, okay, this is something that's wrong with me. And so I love that you were like, no, I need to, to work on this. But then also anyone who knows you knows that that's your strength, right? Mm -hmm. Like to be able to like plow through, to get things done, to move things, to create like corporate wide change Mm -hmm. is your strength. And so it's like, okay, could you be softer? Sure. But would you be as successful if you were softer? Mm -hmm. And so I always, you know, I'm a big believer in strengths and that's your go-to and that you like plow through and you learn things and you develop them and you launch them and you do all these things in a way that's so you, um, that I always wanted to make sure that you knew like how good you were and that like... Sure, yes, yeah, say thank you, send flowers um, do <laughs> do things that are gonna like bring the team together yeah. so that you have enough supporters to do what you're doing.
2: Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: Gracias por tomarte tu cafecito con nosotros. If you're enjoying this, please leave a review wherever you listen.
0: Share and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and also at corpcafecito.com. Let us know what you'd like to hear, or if you'd like to be part of our show. like you know what when did you pivot say I need a little bit more insight like a coach where in your trajectory did you start noticing that
2: yeah yeah I think in that particular instance again I was growing in in corporate America uh, and I think as we all we all know like as you grow it's less intellect of like do you understand the the math or the science behind it but more of like how do you lead people how do you inspire a large team right as you grow Yes, yeah, CEOs are super smart, understand the business, but it's more of like, how do you get this large organization behind an idea to drive that momentum forward? And so as I was seeking roles that would be managing larger teams, I think that was a flag that I kept getting of like, you're smart, you get things done, but are you bringing everyone else along mm-hmm. with you? And I was like, ah, oh, well... Would just I get on board. to do that too? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not
2: that hard, guys. Get on board. Um, but no, I definitely understand now. Um, you know, that is a skill that you need to be able to re- create the change you want to see, um, especially as you ascend to those levels. So I so appreciate the feedback. And Ayala's helped soften me a, a lot there. Um, and so now I can... Provide the vision, get the vision done, but also carry everyone with me. And you've
1: Mm -hmm. been recognized for that lately.
2: Mm -hmm. I have. I have. (laughs) Um, So McDonald's, they have annual awards um, across the organization, across the company. And last year, I won this Integrity Award. And so it was like, not only do I get things done – but I make sure make sure it's an inclusive environment. Make sure that everyone feels a sense of safety, community, um, which I think I like that really touches my heart because again, I worked hard on this piece of making sure uh, I am much more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well-rounded. Well-want. Yeah, <laughs> welcoming, et cetera. Um, and so, appreciate that recognition on on, on the company's behalf for sure.
1: Well, no, congratulations. I saw yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that I was like, yeah, there she
2: is. <laughs> <laughs> what are you most proud of professionally? Proud of professionally. Um I would say, you know, I think sometimes in our community, um, especially when I talk to my parents, others, right, there is a sense of like once you get in a, a corporate role. Like, you got it, stay safe, and like, you're good, right? And so, even at McDonald's right now, you have people that have been there 20, 30 years, and which is very admirable, right? Like, kudos to you. You found an organization that you love, that you're thriving in, that provides you that fulfillment. Um, But I think I've done a really good job of taking calculated risks. So, once I feel like I've um, exhausted options somewhere, or once I feel like, okay, I'm ready for something different, change, I wanna grow. I have moved across various companies every three, four years. Um, And one for me, it's been uh, fulfilling to try something new, learn about a new industry, um, understand how different companies work. um, But also financially, like when you move around, you know, that adds up really quickly in terms of raises. And so, you know, it's brought me to a really good financial position as well. So I'm proud of taking those calculated risks um, and putting myself in a position where, like, I can continue to grow and not feel like I'm stalling or, yeah. you know, I'm bored, et cetera. I love that
1: because our families will tell us, estás bien. Because bien. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest, like, what you do is probably beyond where parents could have dreamt you would be. yeah. And so to be there and to, you know, they're probably like, what are you thinking? Like, what are you doing? Don't rock the boat. Just do your job. Um, but to have, still have that growth mentality of like, "I could, but I could do more or I could mm. do better or I could do this. Um, I, I would love to see everybody like feel that and believe that so that they can continue reaching.
2: Agreed, agreed. Yeah, and I think every time I've moved, my parents have made comments of like, already Otra and vez? why Why? and they're almost like concerned and I'm like I'm not concerned you shouldn't be concerned but like right. there is a sense of like you are jeopardizing something or risking something that is already so good but I'm like we still got a long way to go so yeah. like we're and gonna there's keep gonna doing gonna
0: be this. better <laughs> yeah it's a very very uh, uh, focused of just what's next right mm-hmm. what's uh, beyond the horizon as well and it seems like you're lo- you're looking for bigger platforms on how you can make a bigger impact as well. Uh, and the opportunity that's, that's afforded to these uh, companies as well.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that the last piece there that Mari, you touched on is it's a kind of expanding the platform or the reach, right? So yes, I have a very heavy marketing background, but I in most organizations I've been at, I've also been very active in the DEI space, right? Yeah. So how are we making to my point earlier, these spaces more inclusive, more welcoming? Um, and that kind of goes back to you know my north star, my purpose, and it's making sure other Latinas have an easier you know ascension to to growth at corporate America. Um, and so finding ways, you know, even at you know McDonald's right now, we have a, a Latinas lunch every month, and we all get together, and it's a your safe zone to be like, oh, are you okay? What's happening, et cetera. Um, but really helps me. Do you guys have McDonald's when you do that? We don't. <laughs> uh, well, some people do. Um, <laughs> but I, I've tried to, like, not eat so much McDonald's when I'm in the office. Otherwise, it's become, like, a three-day-a-week habit and uh, <laughs> not sustainable. Um, but I think it, it goes back to, like, ensuring that you have your North Star um, and you're living that throughout your professional, personal, you know, yeah, life, et cetera. I think about how you're inspiring
1: other Latinas, but I know there are two little Latinas that look up to you a lot. What do you What do you hope for them, or what do you want them to see? What do you How do you see that?
2: Yeah, no, um, my two little Latinas. Oh my gosh, um, I think we touch on some of these pieces, but I I want them, or I am very purposeful and intentful of them seeing a mom who can prioritizes herself, has that time to and get her workout, whatever makes her happy and fulfilled. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that I didn't see with my mom. Again, she put everyone else in front of her, uh, put ahead, everyone yeah. ahead of her. Thank you. Thank you, Nayeli. So I want them to see a mom that, you know, prioritizes herself, one that is, you know, trailblazing, charting that new path um, for them, for other Latinas, um, and one that is 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 very secure, confident, independent, which, you know, right now my teenager... I was going to say, yeah, she's killing it. She exhibits a lot of these traits, <laughs> the independence, the confidence, um, which as a mom of a teenage girl is is a little scary. Um, <laughs> it's a little off-putting sometimes, right, when she's super confident about her decision to, her ask to stay out past curfew, et cetera, puts together a great case for it, but I'm like, actually, no. yeah. um, Not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> But Not going to happen. But I do appreciate that. I hope they see that. Um, it, it drives them to move it forward, um, and that they they find that happiness in their lives for sure. Thank you for what you do
1: to inspire all Latinas and you. for just making two beautiful little Latinas that'll grow <laughs> up seeing a mom that is very fulfilled. And I think that that's probably, um, you know, one of the things that we owe our children is mm-hmm. for them to see their parents fulfilled. And that means, you know, taking care of ourselves, having friends, doing the girl trips, Showing that, you know, we're kind of breaking that cultural norm of, like, the ladies eat last, porque mm-hmm. primero son los hombres, and then los niños, and then us. And for you to show that and to model that for our next generation, I think is really beautiful. Awesome.
2: Thank you. Thank you both for having me. Yeah. yeah. We're and glad lastly, you're here. Thank you.
0: Thank you for being an inspiration for for women that are in the workforce that just because you're you, you chose a certain career... In the field, it's not the end all. There's still opportunities on how you could transfer those skills and, and create a new. So that's very inspirational. Thank, yeah, you, thank you. Thank you.
1: All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll wait for you here next time to have another cafecito with us. Um oh, how do you take your cafecito?
2: Well, uh, actually, I don't drink café. Uh, <gasps> I know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, th- my gosh. This is, like, jarring. <laughs> Did you <we> know this? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, uh, surprisingly, I just have never liked the taste, but I am a big tea drinker, so mint tea, um, green tea are my vibe. I drink tea every day. So so I'll have some some tea next time, for sure. I'll bring you all some. <laughs> Sounds
0: <pretty laughs> like a plan. Sounds good.
2: Well, thank you for joining us. I, I am
1: Nayeli Suarez-Guez.
0: <laughs> Yo soy Mary Rodriguez. Hasta la próxima
1: corporate cafecito was produced in beautiful downtown oak park at boulevard studio audio engineer and editor is mike mitchell
0: we're available on every podcast platform